Happy Memorial Day. Uh, and happy Pentecost Sunday. Happy Pentecost Sunday. That's right. Well, second team, you're doing great. And I'll let y'all decide if the fifth string does what I'm supposed to do here in just a minute. It is good to be back home and in, in, in being able to speak for you. I'm blessed to speak. Brother Bruce, thanks for allowing me to, to speak here this morning or asking me to. And I'll do my best. As always, I promise a few things. And the main thing I promise is to be brief. Or um, as I get older, Charlotte tells me I get a little longer but I understand that I'm standing between us and everything else but again happy Memorial Day and happy Pentecost Sunday these two days really go together I mean there's no greater thing that a man can do than give his life and then of course Jesus gave it all for us and then our soldiers that we uh, celebrate today gave everything to be so I'm blessed to be filled with his spirit this morning and I'm blessed to be an American this morning we give honor there it is just great to know that we still live in the greatest country. Uh, regardless of what you read here or see, we live in the greatest country that's ever been. And this great nation is under attack, and the church is under attack. And Matt, it's good to see you. Good to have you. Matt's back. Bruce welcomed you, but you stepped out. So it is good to see you. This nation is under attack, and so is the church. And who's the church? That's me and you. And we're under attack. Things are going on upside down. And, and, it, and, right, and it's not from the right and it's not from the left. It's from Satan. Let's just, I, the older I get to and the times that I minister, I, I just try to cut to the point. This nation is under attack because it is a Christian nation. You are under attack because you are a Christian. We are living in that time where that's going to happen. Ronald Reagan said if we forget one nation under God, we will be one nation gone under. And sadly, almost unexplainably, we seem to be rushing toward ungodliness in this country. There's a push toward everything ungodly. There's a surge toward everything anti-Christ. I'm not talking about anti-Christ. I'm talking about everything is a push and a rush toward anti-Christ. And it's even within the church. We live in troubling and disturbing and distressing and perilous times. And I didn't come to preach that. And let I me mean, look at the clock. 10.35, you'll be out of here by 11-ish. Ish. But I feel something in my spirit. I had something in my spirit when Brother Bruce asked me what I preached. I'm like, okay, that's why I was feeling this in my spirit. So bear with me for just a few minutes. But we live in perilous times. But to all of that, I say this. As the psalmist David said, let God arise. And let his enemies be scattered. And let them flee from his presence. Let me tell you, that's what I've come to tell you this morning. Let God arise. And let his enemies be scattered. You have more power in you than anything that could come out of Washington, D.C. Anything that could come out of any place you name. I think you see where I'm going from the songs. I've come to you this morning to speak Jesus. I can't say anything better than that. Not smart enough. I can't study enough, but I did come to speak Jesus to you this morning. 
and let God arise. Let Jesus arise. I proclaim it over us today, over every family, everybody that can hear my voice. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's not just the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's my King of kings. He's my Lord of lords. He's my Savior. He's your Savior. Proclaim that today. Let all this stuff going on in the world come. But even so, come Lord Jesus. I need to move along. As I get older, I've learned some other things. Life has taught me and in birthdays I've experienced. Sermons are preached, but messages are lived. So I have a message for you this morning. I'm not an expert at anything. Matter of fact, the older I get, I know the less expert, is that a word, that I am. But I am an expert in one thing. That's falling down and getting back up. And I can only do that because of the name of Jesus Christ. When I speak the name of Jesus Christ, I'm invoking the power of the cross. By his death, his burial, his resurrection, and by his blood, you and I can do all things through Christ Jesus. So I've just come with a little short message this morning. And I've learned this about messages too. And y'all bear with me because when I look, that's how I take notes. Charlotte says, how do you read that? I said, I don't. I try. I try to remember. Here's something else that I've learned. And I've got to go back to where, so let's make sure I keep this in order. I don't, God doesn't tell me things to tell you. Brother Bruce, correct me when you get back up here. I don't, maybe it's just me. God tells me what to do. And I get to share it with you. That's what a message is. Whether it be life or Satan or me, but in this hour we live in, I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Let me move along so I can get you out of here by 11-ish. If you put the text up, Galatians 6. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit, shall of the Spirit reap everlasting. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We therefore an opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto all them who are of the household of faith. Don't be deceived. What you sow in the flesh you reap, but what you sow in the Spirit you also reap, and you reap it everlasting. I didn't come to preach that negative. Let me go to the next one. 1 Corinthians 2. This is me. When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you of God's secret plan. For I decided that while I was with you this morning, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid, and trembling, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so you would not trust in human wisdom, but in the power of God. I speak Jesus to you this morning. I don't have any fancy words. I don't have any lofty preaching. I can just tell you what Jesus Christ has done for me, and you can tell me what Jesus Christ has done for you. What I sow in the Spirit, I will reap. I sow into our spirits together this morning. Jesus and him crucified I'm so, I come to just garden this morning you can do all things 
through Christ Jesus. You can be what God says you are and not what this world says you are. Don't be troubled and buffeted by all the stuff going on. Just speak Jesus to it. I hope that makes sense to you this morning. I'm tired of seeing good people suffer. And I say good people, you know what I mean. You seem to do everything right. You seem to do, but the enemy has come to drag you down. Don't grow weary. Speak Jesus. Let me get jump ahead so I can get you out of here by 11. If, if something's going on good in your world, speak Jesus. If something bad's going on in your world, speak Jesus. And how often should you do it? Every hour of every day. I told our Sunday school, Brother John and Sister Denise, Sunday school class, I pray for John every hour. I try. And I don't make fancy speeches. I just say, Lord, it's me again. Jesus, John Dowry, he's faithful. Denise, she's faithful. So I speak Jesus over them. I believe it's going to be good. Not because I say it, but because he's faithful and he's just and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I speak Jesus. And in case you hadn't figured out, I want us to speak Jesus to one another. In this world of negativity, in this world of depression, in this world of anxiety, speak Jesus. I told you something's been, something's been, uh, I told you, God's speaking to me. Don't be misled. Don't be deceived. What you plant, you will harvest. Plant in the spirit and not in the flesh. Whatever what comes against you or comes to you, speak the name of Jesus. Forget the things in the past. And speak Jesus. I've learned to live that message laying on an examining table. Told you I've lived it. And they're scanning your body from here to your feet. What I've learned is Jesus. As that thing hums past me, I speak Jesus. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I know. Jesus, you got me to an expected end. So whatever this scan's going to say, I even had the poor little technician the last time. And MD Anderson, that was last week. The technician comes in, she says, if I see anything bad, I just, I'll delete it. And what I should have told her is, you don't have to delete it, he's deleting it. Speak Jesus. I've lived it. They gave me another year, so what am I going to do in this year? I'm going to speak Jesus. I don't have anything fancy. I can't, there's no magic in this hand, but there's faith in this hand. And there's faith. So when we come down in a little bit, I'm going to speak Jesus over. Brother Bruce is going to, whoever's down here, we're going to speak. Chris, we're going to speak Jesus over people today. Okay, I see the time. <laughs> My life is a miracle. I wasn't supposed to be here. Two people, good friends who were diagnosed after me, I've been to their funerals. First surgery failed, and they had to go back again. Y'all know the story. I hadn't talked to y'all much about this. But then they said, you know, you fooled us. I didn't fool you. <laughs> Jesus Christ fooled you. He wasn't through with me yet. I don't know what it is. Don't care what it is. If it's picking up garbage under a bridge, I will do it, Lord. Because the truth is there may be somebody under that bridge that needs me to speak Jesus into their life. There's somebody in your life. You, me, we all need to speak Jesus. I am a miracle. If you have breath today, you are a miracle. Everybody do this. You're a miracle. 
You're a miracle. Life is a miracle. You are a miracle. Don't let anything take that away from you. God didn't create this mess. He created perfection in Adam and Eve, lost it in the cool of the evening. They walked with God. If we have a famine, and I'm getting ahead of myself again, but if there's a famine in this land, and there is, it's the presence of God. See, I invoke the presence of God here when I'm here. I need to invoke the presence of God in my car. I need to invoke the presence of God in my house. I need to invoke the presence of God at the workplace. I need to invoke the presence of God when I'm walking down the street. Somebody needs to see something different about me. When I go to cancer, when I do whatever, God needs to be the one that they see and not me. There's nothing special about me. And how do I invoke the presence? I speak Jesus. Have I lost y'all yet? I'm 15 minutes in. Give me a few more minutes and I'll be done. Jesus makes ways where there seems to be no way. He's made a way for us to get back into his miraculous presence, and that's by invoking his name. You know, this life's not easy. Can I get 100% on that? But we're not, that's a promise too. It says it rains on the just and the unjust. It says man's days are short and full of trouble. It says our life is like a vapor, but it says he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. It says he's as close as the mention of his, Jesus, you're here right now. We've collectively mentioned your name. Perilous times. Lovers of self. I've had some of y'all ask me, <clears throat> was I going to preach end time stuff? And my voice has been fine until I got up here. So if we want to over-spiritualize it, Satan, you're a liar. I'm going to speak clearly. Perilous times. Lovers of self. Boastful. Proud. Scoffing at God. Disobedient. Ungrateful. Nothing sacred. Unloving. Unforgiving. Cruel. Slanderous. Hate what is good, betray friends, prideful, lovers of pleasure. Act religious, but reject the power of God. You convinced yet? That's what Timothy said it would be like in the last day. So if you'd ask me, was I going to preach in the, about the end times? No, I'm not. Do we need another sign? Do we really need another sign? He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Do we believe that? Do you need another sign? Do I need to see anything else? No, I do not. He is coming, and he's coming soon. I don't need any more signs. I need more Jesus. As I see the day approach, I need to be more Christ-like. As I, every minute, how often? Every minute, every hour. I believe I, what I plant in the Spirit, I will harvest. I believe what I plant in the flesh, I will harvest. So right now, I'm just kind of deviating. Sin in this room, I speak Jesus. Sin in my life, I speak Jesus. Sin in your life, I speak Jesus because he's coming back. He's the one that died. He's the one that saved. Do I need any more signs? I sum them up in several ways. The sign of deception and moral decay. Matthew 24, they were asking the same thing. Lord, when are you coming back? Where are you going? And in Matthew 24 and 415, <clears throat> Excuse me, 24, 4, and 5, Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. There's that word again. For many will come in my name. I am Christ and shall deceive many. Do not be deceived in Jesus' name. Everything's not okay. Wait a minute. Everything's not okay. Sometimes we've made it so wide. Narrow is the way. Told our Sunday school class back there, and y'all forgive me, you're going to hear it again. Uh, we've been teaching on trajectory. 
You know, life is a path. You know, when you shoot a bullet, it flies a course. It flies a trajectory. It doesn't go straight. It's an object flying a path to an expected end. It's life. I'm trying to get to an expected end. I'm trying to get somewhere. And I used to aim at heaven. I'll be honest, Brother Bruce. I, used to, I want to make it to heaven. That's too far off. I don't understand heaven. But Mason, if I aim at Jesus every day, he is the way, the truth. I just got to get to his feet every day. I just have to understand I have to get to his feet. Jesus, he also, moral decay and deception in the days of Noah, and I'm trying to hurry. In the days of Noah, so shall it be when he comes again. What was wrong with Noah? <laughs> I just read perilous times to you. That's what was going on in the days of Noah. And it was so bad that he destroyed the earth, and it's so bad he's going to come again. But people were so unconcerned. They were so deceived. They didn't understand it. It was perilous times. We were living in those times. I look at another group of signs, trouble among nations. Do I even need to go there? Recent studies show there's at least one weapon and 4,000 pounds of explosives for every man, woman, boy, and girl on earth. Let that sink in. Final day, the final groups of signs I look at are destruction, devastation, and tribulation. Nation shall rise against nation. I'm not reading all that. But this is the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. I speak Jesus to you this morning because they're trying to take that. Not here? Oh, yeah. You're being delivered up. It's not their plan. It's God's plan. And then shall you be delivered up. Don't be discouraged. Speak Jesus. When you feel like you've been delivered up, you've been unjustly, unfairly treated, speak Jesus. Does that make sense? Don't get discouraged. Don't be deceived because you're going to get in this time, we all are, where we're going to quit. Chris, we're going to be so discouraged. Where is God? He's on the throne. Is it just me? I don't know why John is going through what John is going through. I do not know. He does not know. But he knows he's going to be delivered to an expected end. He has not lost the faith. We are all human. Don't give up Jesus in this day we're living in. How often? Y'all going to get sick of hearing this every hour of every day. Speak Jesus. Because at that name, y'all can quote it. What happens at that name? Do you believe it? At that name, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Every knee shall bow. We need the name of Jesus. I speak Jesus to you this morning. Is this too simplified? Would you do that with me? When you get mad tomorrow, would you think of this bald-headed guy up here saying, Speak Jesus? Speak Jesus. Barna Research Group, I've quoted them often before, people are less open to religion but more open to spirituality. That's right, brother. Here's, here's what their research recently found. The bottom three things among Christians that they don't like, mega churches, celebrity pastors. We don't have a celebrity pastor. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of do, but we don't. And worship brands. People are turned off by all of that. They don't want to hear it. But what they do want, the, other, the same survey showed the things that they're drawn to the most are the Bible and Jesus Christ. It's what I'm drawn to. 
Would you be drawn to it with me? Are you now? Could you ask yourself, am I just stumbling around up here? Speak, Jesus. There's going to come a day when we can't. No weapon. Speak the name of Jesus. I'm almost done, y'all. I know it's getting close to 11. I'm almost. Charlotte will tell me I'm 22 minutes in. So now that brings me to my message. I'm lying like you. I just simply speak Jesus over you this morning. Paul, right before all that in, in Corinthians, he said, the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed to destruction. But who, but we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. Why do I want us to speak Jesus? And y'all know this. I'm just here planning this morning. Just reminding. Because there's power in that name. It's not just power. It's divine power. It's what created everything. In the beginning, the Word was with God. The Word was God. That name, at that name, I speak Jesus. If I could point to one thing this morning, it is the deficit of the presence of God in our lives. I may never get back up here, so y'all don't have to worry about that. And remember, this is a message. If there's anything missing, it's the presence of God in our lives. Not in our church lives, our private lives. But if I begin to speak the name of Jesus, Madeline, I speak the name of Jesus over you. I do already, but I do it anyway. Morgan, I speak the name of Jesus over you. Matt, you're my family. I speak the name of Jesus over you. Brother Bruce, Sister Donna, I speak the name of Jesus over you. Church family, I speak the name of Jesus over you. Not going to be a deficit of his presence if I can have anything to do with it. I will pray tomorrow, and I will pray tonight. I told the Sunday school class this. How do I aim at Jesus? It's not through my morning and evening prayers, but it's through an altar. It's through an altar. If there's a deficit, there's an altar missing in our homes. He is close to you. He's as close as the mention of his name. The psalmist said, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Zephaniah said, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. The book of Acts says, He's not far from any of us. The psalmist said, The Lord is near to all who call on him. Call on the name of Jesus. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and it saves the crushed in spirit. So what am I saying? The Lord God is with you, and he is a mighty warrior. He takes great delight in you. He's not far away. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Who is Jesus Christ? Are you bored with this yet? I hope not. Because this is power unto the everlasting. It's the best thing I can find. And I've studied a lot. Jesus Christ is the only way. And I have to appropriate it. What I sow, I will reap. Charlotte, I speak Jesus over you and I. I speak Jesus over you and I. I'm trying to finish y'all. Moses had been a liar, a killer, and was on the run, but God used him. We know the story. Moses was so convinced that he needed God's presence that he says, if thy presence go not with me, don't even send me up there. He was saying, Lord, if your presence is not with me, I'm not going anywhere. I won't even take a single step. And God answered him and said, my presence shall go with thee. I'm just planning this morning, God's presence, call upon the name, will go with you. 
Do you believe that? Can you use that? Will you use that? Will I use that? This is a message. Yeah, I use it laying on the cancer table. That's easy because I'm scared. I'm not ready to stop tormenting her yet. I'm, did I say that? I did say that. I want to see my grandchildren, Madeline. I speak life. I speak the name of Jesus over you and Chandler. I do. Not to make you a spectacle because I believe it works. Lord, I just spoke your name over Madeline and Chandler. Sister Bertie, I speak the name of Jesus over you. You're still here. I pray for your health. I pray for strength. I speak the name of Jesus over you. You've been too faithful. Brother Kenneth, the same. Young people, here we go. We've got to pick on y'all, right? It's all points to all of us. Would you please speak the name of Jesus? Not just here, but when you go out there. And here's what I'm trying to get to. Let, let our lives speak Jesus when we're out, not just in here. I see it. I see it. I could go into Abraham, Joshua, Gideon, Gideon, Jeremiah, Isaiah, but I'm not doing all that. <laughs> I know you know, but when was the last time you stood in the presence of God? If you can't say it was this morning, we're going to change that here at the end. If you say, I haven't felt God in so long, I speak Jesus over you right now. You're going to feel him before you leave here. If you're dealing with depression, anxiety, sickness, I speak Jesus over you. In his presence is the fullness of joy. So without his presence, I don't have the fullness of joy. His name is above every name. Life and death is in the tongue. So why is it important to speak Jesus? I want you to raise your hand, not really. If you've said anything negative within the last 24 hours, don't raise your hand. I'll raise mine. But if I'm speaking Jesus, I'll stop that. Y'all with me? Y'all ready for me to quit? I'm going to quit. I'm getting there. The Sanhedrin forbid the name of Jesus, and it spread like wildfire. So government, just try to forbid the name of Jesus. I'm going to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'll say it wherever you will too. You can't forbid the name of Jesus. Over your marriages, I speak the name of Jesus. Over your homes, I speak the name of Jesus. Over your children, I speak the name of Jesus. Over any illness, Jesus. Injuries, John, Jesus. Fear, Jesus. Doubt, anxiety, Jesus. And over every victory and over every mountaintop, I speak Jesus. Over every broken relationship, I speak Jesus. Over every stumbling block, I speak Jesus. Over every lie the enemy's told you, I speak Jesus. Over every addiction, I speak Jesus. Be broken now in Jesus' name. We sang about Paul and Silas this morning. I don't know what they were singing, but I bet it had the name of Jesus in there. And at that name, and at that name, your prison's broken. I know I'm nobody. I don't want to be anybody. I'm a Christian. I'm a sinner. 
saved by his grace and through his name. But because I have the microphone, I have the permission to speak life into your life right now. And I speak favor, blessing, honor in Jesus' name. If you'd stand. Told you. Look at that. Well, you can't see it. It's 11 o'clock. I'm going to read these words to you, and then we're going to play some music. And if you need Jesus spoken of you by the prayer team, if y'all can come on down or up or whatever this is, whatever direction, I want to read this to you. There's a song resonating in my spirit. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Why? Because I know there's peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Why? Because your name is power. Not just power, but divine power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadow. Burn like a fire. We need a fresh fire. Hang on. I almost lied to you. I need a fresh fire. And I hope you need one too. Because it's always good to have fresh fire. Your name is healing. Your name is life. As they play this song, if you need anybody to pray, would you please? Yes, we're in the last days. I don't need another sign. What I need is more of him. And I need him more consistently in my life. I need him more real in my life than he's ever been. I don't need to talk to him a couple of times a day briefly as I'm driving to work. I need an altar. I need to touch Jesus. Because when I speak the name, I need to have the authority to speak the name.